Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to take a look at the book with us. The book we're going to be looking at is the book of Daniel. Daniel's prophecy is practical, it is prophetic, and it is a must-study if you want to know exactly what God is going to be doing in the future. The Daniel Papers is a five-part audio series that is a complete look at the book of Daniel. Now, the book of Daniel does not unfold numerically. Let me just tell you this. If you're going to read through Daniel, you have to read it this way, and I'll tell you the chapters in their order. Chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, and 8, then back to chapters 5 and 6, and then 9, 10, 11, and 12. In the past, we have listened to the first in this five-part series. Today, we want to take a look in the second message in this five-hour audio series that takes a look at the entire book of Daniel. This one entitled, Times of the Gentiles. We'll listen to this study, and then I'll be back to tell you how you can get your complete copy of the Daniel Papers, a study of the book of Daniel. Right now, here's the study. Go back to chapter 7 now. Let's look at that fourth empire. Though it's not named as the Roman Empire, it's talked about. Look at verse 21 of chapter 7. I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against it. Until the Ancient of Days came and the judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came and the saints possessed the kingdom. Talking about what's going to happen at the end when Jesus Christ comes. And the saints possess the kingdom. The Jews possess the kingdom. Verse 23. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. That's exactly what the Roman Empire did. When it came into existence, it established an infrastructure across this world unbelievable. It had a military might. It had a common currency. You know what the common currency was? The denarius, which was basically a penny, a day's wages. The denarius, that was common currency in the Roman Empire. It had a political stability. It controlled everything. It was massive. And then it was divided into two parts. In 323, Constantine went into Milano, Italy. There proclaimed the world to be Christian and left the Roman Empire, headquartered in the city of Rome, the western section, and moves into what we know today as Istanbul, named it, egomaniac as he was, Constantinople. And there established the eastern division of the Roman Empire. The Greek Orthodox, the Orthodox community. Been to Constantinople or Istanbul? It's still there, prevalent, what Constantine did back then. The two legs of iron, eastern, western division of the Roman Empire. It came into existence. But then he talks about ten horns coming out. Ten horns. Well, let's see what the interpretation of. Gabriel's giving the interpretation to Daniel. Verse 24. And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them. Now the other that shall arise after the little horn of chapter 7, verse 8, is, I'm going to tell you in advance, the Antichrist. We'll develop that tomorrow. I believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. 
I have an idea as to who the Antichrist is. Hope you can be here tomorrow. I'll tell you what the Bible has to say about it. If you have to go away, make sure you buy the tapes. <laughs> All right, Roger, did I do good? <laughs> the ten horns that come into existence. Let's just stop with the ten horns. There are going to be ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after it. Ten kings that shall come into existence. The Roman Empire never had ten divisions. It was divided in two divisions, 323 A.D. Never ten divisions. Ten horns becoming ten kings are ten kingdoms. When you have a king, you have a kingdom. You can't have a kingdom without a king, a king without a kingdom. And so that's what it's talking about, ten units of something, nations or kingdoms or whatever. What about the Roman Empire? Well, the Roman Empire came into existence approximately 146 B.C. It existed to the 14th century, at least one division of it. The Western Division probably falling in 426 A.D. From that time on, though, continually there was an effort to keep the Roman Empire in existence. In the late 700s, Charlemagne came to power. On Christmas Day, 800 A.D., the Pope named Charlemagne the Emperor of Rome. Along comes Otto I from Germany. He establishes... 962 A.D., the Holy Roman Empire. It lasts until 1806. In 1806, Napoleon, the little French military might, comes to power, brings down the Holy Roman Empire that had been in existence since the uh, 10th century all the way to 1806. Napoleon goes into Rome, all of these men, egomaniacs, realizing the significance of Rome, proclaims himself the emperor of Rome. And then along comes Bismarck, the German iron ruler. Wilhelm I comes up. He names him Kaiser because he establishes the Second Reich are the Second Empire, the Third Reich, you know, Hitler established, the Second Reich. Kaiser, by the way, is the German word for Caesar. My daddy was so mean growing up, they nicknamed him Kaiser. I'm not like him, I'm like my mother. Good looking and sweet and humble. And... Anyway, you probably believe other lies too. Uh, so here it is, a long comes World War I. Between World War I and World War II, Winston Churchill says there must be a United States of Europe. He writes even an article in the Saturday Evening Post back then about the United States of Europe, a desire to have a confederation of states in what was the Roman Empire. 1921, Mussolini comes to power in Italy. He captures, takes control of the city of Rome. On one of the seven hills of the city of Rome, he proclaims himself as the ruler of the Roman Empire. And in 1936, he captured Ethiopia. 
And Adolf Hitler made a statement. Mussolini has established the revived Roman Empire. Not quite so. But on March the 25th, 1957, leaders of six European countries meet on the hills of Rome. Seven-hilled city. Revelation chapter 17. There they established the European community, the European economic community, the common market. That has progressed over the years. Today there are 15 members of the EU, the European Union. 15 members. They're trying to gel the United States of Europe. What are they going to be able to do? Well, first of all, they need an economic system in place this last January. The euro dollar became currency for Europe. And by January 1st, 2001, that economic system will be totally in place. They need a political structure for the revived Roman Empire. Did you read three weeks ago the European Parliament headquartered in Brussels, Belgium, had an election. That political structure is in place. Economic system, political structure. You need a military operation. Bill Clinton told the general in charge of NATO, you've always been for 50 years a defensive organization, never taking the aggressive, offensive approach. But I want that to change. I want you to go to Kosovo and run Serbia out of there. And all of a sudden, a military operation was formed in the European community. Thank you for joining us for these few moments of study of the book of Daniel. The Daniel Papers is the title to a five-hour audio series that takes an entire look of the book of Daniel, a must-study in your study of prophecy. If you would like to have your own copy of this five-hour series on CD, why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America, and some of our people will be standing by to take your order for your copy of the Daniel Papers, the five-hour audio series on CD of the entire study of the book of Daniel. Once again, that number to call, 8-Prophecy-8. Now, that's the way I remember it. That's the short little memory trick. But here is the actual number, 877-674-3298. Remember, that's a toll-free number from across America. We would love to hear from you so we can tell you how to get your copy of the Daniel Papers. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to remind you that Jesus Christ could come today. Therefore, we'd better be looking up until...